Danny, that when two people are in, in a heated scene, it's better to have Laurel from Laurel and Hardy come knocking the door and go, you want it on the phone? Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Kim Coates. And this is Theory. Hey, Kim Coates. Hey, Tio, Tio Rossi, what are we doing now? What are we doing here now, Tio? Guess what? What? Our new show, Theory, with Theo Rossi and Kim Coates, yeah. is on Patreon, and it's yeah. live. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it so much fun, Rossi? I mean, all kidding aside, it is fun to do. So uh, our new show is live. You're listening to Reaper Reviews, but our new show, Theory, with Theo Rossi and Kim Coates is on Patreon. So why don't you go over there and check it out? Oh, and if you're here, what should they do, Kim? They should subscribe. They should give a review. They should join. Because we're all in this together. I mean, we have been since last May. And now it's this May almost. We're all in it together, peeps. Subscribe. Review. Get it out there. We love you. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to answer her anymore. Of course, we're recording and of course, we're in progress. That's a new but, thing when we do this. Yeah. How come she's talking to us now, Thea? I Why can't know. she just so, leave us alone? We're, we're, we're doing our podcast. We've done it for over a year. We know what we're doing. I don't think the audience hears it, but whenever we hit record on yeah. this, after we're talking for a while, we hear recordings in progress. Recordings in progress. No Shut up. <laughs> I'm sure she's a lovely girl, but we don't need to be told we're in progress because Theo sees the little red light. I just listened to him. I do see the little red light. Um, and here I we just, are. You're still in that crazy room of yours there. I'm leaving for 48 leaving hours tomorrow. on a jet plane. You yeah. are. You're going home for like a little reprieve two days yeah i did it i did it last week as well i went home for 48 hours so i I, amazing it's pretty amazing i leave at 7 a.m and then i i land at like 9 30 a.m and then i i leave the next day at seven at night and get back here at midnight start filming the next day that's called true love that's called a couple of kids and a dog and a beautiful wife and a home and a ranch and woohoo yeah it's wild too how's it going there blondie it's going good i'm uh we shot till like 2.30 a.m. last night. It was pretty You're wild. You're working your stuff. ass off right now, kid. Yeah, you, you just flew back to L.A., right? I did. I mm. did. I just uh, got home for a week vacay. vacay. We've got to re-dye the hair and re-dye the burns and get back into Frank mode. I leave mm-hmm. about five more days back from New York. Do you do stuff for this holiday? No, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm a big, uh, you know, Canada Day guy and Fourth of July. That's, that's tomorrow day yeah. guy. But you know what, bro? I, I, who, who has time? Yeah, I think because I've always had dogs, I don't do anything like, meaning like I've never, I usually have the, multiple the fireworks dogs. and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can never go anywhere or do anything because they get, I, I've only had one, maybe one or two dogs in my life that don't get like full panic. Who? Rocco didn't care. Oh, Rocco. No, you could be lighting fireworks off like five feet away. What's Juno like? Do we know yet? Freaking. Losing her mind. Losing her mind? Yeah, losing her mind. So we got to put the thunder coat on. We got to do the whole thing. And she she is in a full panic. And 
I just never, I guess fireworks cause a lot of problems. Like, what's the point? Like, shouldn't they just be left to like professionals? Like, <laughs> like don't people get hurt? Dogs go crazy. I got to tell you, veterans with PTSD, like it's bad news for everybody. Di and I went on a little three-day holiday up the coast here in California. And we went uh, through a town called Fillmore. I think Fillmore has got to be the firecracker firework capital of the world. Come to Texas. Disagree. Can only imagine. Yeah. But every corner, every half corner. Everywhere. Which which one would you choose? I'd have a panic attack. Well, there's a 59 of them on every corner. What? What do they buy? Little ones, big ones? Do we really, like, I guess even when I was young, like I'd watch, you know, when I was young, you know, people crazy with M80s, putting M80s in mailboxes and and uh, they had things called cherry bombs and you know, bottle rocket. Yeah, just giant noises. And I remember even being young, being like, what's the point in this? Like, isn't this just like what? It's it's scary. Like, what's the <laughs> point? Like, why am I scaring myself? <laughs> uh, really, I guess I just, there's certain things that I never really get. There's certain things that I see and I go, you know what? It's a thrill ride, like roller coasters. I go on roller coasters. I don't actively go travel the world to go on roller coasters, but I will go on it. But I don't, I could understand why people like the rush and the thrill of it, right? Like when we jumped out of planes, you know, which I'll never sure. do again. But I understood it. Like I did it. I'll never do it again. Or hopefully, unless I have to, if the plane's going down, I'll jump out. But it's like. <laughs> and hopefully you got a parachute on. Yeah. I mean, if I have a parachute on, but it's like. <laughs> I fireworks I don't get because unless is it like because of the spectacle that your eyes see? But then what about the really loud? Well, there's there's two different kinds of fireworks, right? The fire the the fireworks that you're talking about or could be talking about are why do kids and dads with kids have buy these little guys and blow them up on their lawn and blow because mm. you could lose an eye. Yeah. But the fireworks on July 4th or July, July one up in Canada, like up in the sky, like Vancouver has the world's uh firework beautiful. Beautiful. They're beautiful they're they're stunning up in the air yeah. up in the, up in the sky but yeah these little guys that take out eyes and shit not for me yeah like the big beautiful ones leave leave it to the professionals yeah yeah but, you know the ones that are like you got to run away as fast or you might lose a hand or you might like lose your hearing yeah i i think you guys who are in you know world war three with your bazookas on the last episode you could handle fireworks i would give My it to you goodness, man <laughs> Thank you. That, was so, that was so uncalled for. It was so uncalled for. And, and I got to tell you, the really, the good positive was that I was glad that it wasn't just us. I saw everybody agree with us, where most people who called. Oh, there were hundreds episode, of thousands of, of our beautiful salmon going, no shit. No I shit. agree. Crazy. But someone pointed out something really cool. Uh, I'm sorry if I forget who it was. Someone pointed out that we do have a lot of military trained people in sons tig well me me and me and clay clay i was a former marine as was chibs was in the royal army or whatever he He was was more of a nurse though but sure but sure right sure and did you notice that you weren't in that scene no so check do you know why no do you know why why kim coates would have shut the whole thing down oh no, no. Sutter knew yeah. that if they sent coats on this mission, I'd be going, no, nope, we're all going home. No. You're out. You're out. You're done. What are you holding that like that for? Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully you would have said, why is that arm hitting him? It's ridiculous. <laughs> no, no. You know, Theo, when you mentioned that, 
That was so uncalled for. It was a cartoon arm flying in your head. What was that? <laughs> it looked like a scene out of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like it was so <laughs> ludicrous. What a How great ludicrous was Penny scene. last week. How great. They were, was and Penny. I think they went to like the dollar store and bought like one of those rubber arms and they were like, hey, here you <laughs> they go. did. Yeah, sorry. We didn't have time. I'm crying, go. actually. I'm laughing. Sorry. <laughs> and, it, and it like hit me in the face, too. <laughs> How many takes did you have to do of that? You don't remember. I, I think I did one and just said, this is so uncool. This is good. This won't make the final cut. Oh, yeah, I, I did. There was no way in hell because I was thinking a couple of things. One, I, I, I'm again, I've never seen somebody blown up by a mine. Thank God. But I would think that it would be like smithereens. You know that term? Like the blown smithereens. To smithereens. Blown to smithereens. Yeah. Right. But not blown to smithereens <laughs> with his arm fully intact. <laughs> <laughs> no, and someone brought up a really good point, which again, I, I never thought of. They said, wait a minute, Coatsy, wouldn't Kozig's cut be blown to smithereens? Oh, yeah. There it was, all perfectly laid out. My shot glass doing some really deep, beautiful work from Tig to Coat. No, that thing should have been torn to shreds. Torn to shreds. Who, who didn't think of that? How did they get it off him? Come on, Brando. They didn't even acknowledge that he died. How did they get the cut off him? I got to tell you, this is where, and we're going to get into it right now, this whole cartel, the whole cartel business, oh. it, it seems like it's shoehorned in. And while there are definitely many parts that I'm appreciating about season four, um, a lot of parts, uh, in this episode, uh, in particular, the, the Opie stuff, I just really think is super powerful and great. But- the cartel stuff just seems like it's not us. Like, it seems like we almost became a little cartoony at this point. Agree? Oh, my God. I, I agree 100%. Some of the writing here, I'll, I'll bring it up as we get through. But it, it's almost like we're going to get away from the core story and go to the cartel. I'm just going to, we're going to go there. Uh, who cares? Uh, even the Irish in, in season three, we would get rid of the core story. Let's just go to the Irish because yeah. for the folklore of it, we need to go there. And I, I, I get it. Yeah, but it's almost like, I, and again, doesn't you, work. you probably, you're like me where we don't really watch anything anymore, like movies and TV. I know that we have a harder time doing that. We watch all the documentaries, but we, yeah. you know, we don't really watch what's out. But I do know that like somebody made a comparison recently um, on those Fast and Furious movies. Like the first one was almost like an independent film, right? It was like this, you know. Smaller. And they've done nine now, Theo. Is that right? Yeah, nine? they've done nine, wow. and they're really big, right? Wow, like big. Like I think they're—I don't know—they're going out of space or something. I don't know, but it was like this contained LA streetcar racing thing. And then, as the success c- comes, it starts to get bigger and bigger and morphs into sure. this kind of unrealistic, you know, world. And it's fine. We, you know, you know what it is when you're going there. I'm not. I mean, I'm. I, I've seen some of them. They're highly enjoyable. But the thing is, is that I think that with our show is, and it happens to a lot of things, is that as you get successful, and more importantly, as you get money, more money to spend, yeah, you start to get away from what got you there. And I've always thought that sons, the thing that got us there, and I think, and by the way, let me let me state that I think it's the thing that keeps us there. Here we are 10 years later, or whatever it is, seven years later, talking about it, is the group. Sure. Is the crew and is the relationship of all of us. And I think that we, it's like, it wasn't good enough. Like why spend time talking about Tig and 
juice maybe having a scene together in the in the clubhouse or why have you know all the guys go to like we always said the supermarket where to me that's highly enjoyable and i think we just it was like yeah but why do that when we can go be in a war zone with the cartel and- i you, you you hit it right on the head that that's exactly what happened can you imagine I mean, someone sent in about Juicy Pants had a girlfriend, had a dog. There was a yeah. scene with me and Bobby. And I go, how can you hate fucking dogs? Like, I don't, A, I don't remember shooting that scene. B, it wasn't in the movie. They, they yeah. cut it out and that's fine. But look at those storylines that we could have had. And we, we always talked about that, you and me, and even Charlie. We yeah. all did. We talked about, God, it'd be great if we could go down that rabbit hole or that rabbit hole. But our show became so big, so quick, so fast. So big, so much money. And I think that if we were contained by budget, I hate to say, that's why you and I, you and I do a lot of independence. I'm here doing one now. Is Love that it. When Love you're it. Con- yeah. Listen, while they definitely come with their problems, a lot of them, the one thing that they do come with is freedom. You get to, while you might only have two takes, you get to experiment more, you know, yeah. with the story because you're, you're constrained by money. So you have to get creative. So it's yeah. like, well, we can't do that. So how are we going to do this? Well, let's, how would we try this? And it's like, but if you have an unlimited budget, which you and I have also been on projects like that, yeah. things start to get like, well, you know, it'd be really wild. Let's do this. And it's like, well, that might be wild and cool, but it doesn't really work for the story. So listen, let's get into it. It's Sons of Anarchy. It is what it is. So Burns season- and purged away. Do you know what it means? Well, I, I assume it has to do with Piney. I, I, I'm in the box. Oh, good. I didn't think about it. You know, like Piney at the end being burnt and, and we're purging him and, and, and Opie's there and answer. Anyway, you know, you started talking about Opie. So let's just start. Let's just go. He like, shows oh, up. Opie and Gemma. The Lion King. Like the Lion King. Like the Lion King. God, yeah. Theo. Great analogy. Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, I don't know if you've noticed, but in season four, there hasn't been a lot of Opie. There hasn't been even a lot of me. There's been a couple of no. things. There's been heavy juice, a little bit of Tommy in there. Yeah, mainly Jackson new, Clay. Mainly Jax Clay, Gemma, Tara. Yep. In fact, if you look at the the disc, the the discs that these shows are on when you when I, when I play each disc, yeah. the four leads are there. It goes with Charlie. Then Gemma, then Ronnie, then Tara. Those four, they're all looking over the shoulder, looking over the shoulder. That's what this season's about. This so was season, their season, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah I agree. So and, we, so and we felt and we felt that too when we were there. We did, but and also it 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 was a it was a juicy, a close, you know, tied for fourth. Honestly, your storyline's been great this year. Yeah. So o- Opie shows up Lion King. Here we go, right? Yeah. I love and the I, way Ryan played this scene. Oh um, my god, Theo. I love the did way you, he played Did this. you notice it's the first character? That sees Gemma and doesn't say anything. No. You could see it in his eyes. You talk yeah. about this all the time in acting. You don't need to say anything no. if you're in it and you I looked at Ryan's eye. He didn't say one thing, no. but you could tell in his eyes, looking at Gemma, like, what the fuck happened to you? He didn't say anything, but he said everything. Yeah. And uh she says, uh, this is where again, I've talked about this before. They somehow and maybe maybe it's because Kurt and Katie, I don't know. But somehow he always seems to get Gemma not looking like the bad guy. And she says something like, she, she's gonna, she says, I'm going to do what I always do, take care of my family. And from the outside, when an audience member hears that line, they go, yeah, 
that's what we do. We take care of our family. But can we not forget that she killed her husband and that she was no. part of it? No. Can we not no. forget that she's kind no, of the it, bad guy? No, exactly. And and actually, when, when Opie does say at the end of the scene, he goes, so what happens now, you and Clay? Yeah. He, he asked that for 12 million people. There's 12 million people in season four yeah. watching that Tuesday night going, yeah, what the fuck is going to happen now? You know? Man. Well, you know, and, and so let's just continue on this ride together and yeah. see what's going to happen. Like yeah, and that's, and and so here we are now, we're waiting for the Kings. Um, this, the thing with the hoodies I have to bring up, this was at a point where like some people were wearing them, some people weren't, they were half on there. We'd like, had they, it by then. Rossi, remember that? We'd had it. We'd had it. We don't give a shit. So what we were On, talking off. about. Yeah. And, and we're and we're and where's you know, where where's Roosevelt anyway? Where where is he? He's never where's Rockman? He's Why never around. We just He's leave him you. on the bike. Huh? Why couldn't we just leave them on the bike and only wear them when we're riding? Yeah. How about so that? What we're talking about is the black sweatshirts that it was established in the beginning of episode one season four that we were not going to be able to travel with our reaper showing that you couldn't show your colors when you were driving right. when you were riding right when you were out or you'd be locked out in a boat yeah yeah so what people don't realize we filmed this during the summer you have your regular obviously shirt or button down or whatever on then you have your cut over it and then you would have these sweatshirts and it was you people know, were doing the timber Timber, act, actor down, actor yeah, down, actor down. So he's hot, dehydrated. Somebody pour water on him. He's got to come back to life. You know, it was you were you were finished. You couldn't stop sweating. And if you were like me, you had the tattoos on your head that would start coming off from the heat. Bubble, bubble job, bubbling up. They'd be popping, bubbling off. Hands. And you would say, "I don't know how <laughs> we're going to do this." So then I would try to get away with. I go, "How about I just wear the hoodie?" And you, they're never going to see the cut. They're never going to think that there's a cut on it. It was go, just no, useless after a while. See the indentation; they could yeah. see it. And I go, guys. So, point is, at this point, when you look at this scene, <laughs> some people are wearing it, some people don't care, and a lot of us were just like. And I want to say, and I want to say that these are the worst scenes. Again, please take it all with a grain of salt, Pete. Yeah. It's still beautiful to be on the show. Are you kidding me? Like every day was a joy. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a scene like this where you have you say nothing, you don't have one line. Yeah. It's called. We would all fan out and find a rock or somewhere where we could sit or lean yeah. or like, because you're going to be there all day. You're going to be there all day. When Charlie and Jax and Galen are going to get their big meeting yeah. on, you're going to be, so sit down because yeah. you're going to be there all day. Yeah. And you, and the, 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 the main thing is how do I get comfortable? How do I get comfortable? By the way, did you notice that nice little close up on you? Yeah. So uh, I clock the, when he says we're going to have the meeting. Yeah. Yeah. You clock it. Um, who directed this? I think I don't know, I think, but whoever directed. Oh, I know it was Paris. Paris Barkley. Okay. I got to give Paris credit. No props. Props for filming this. He got sky in the background of every shot. There was yeah, beautiful, that was beautiful. We hardly ever sky got that. shots. Like it almost felt like paintings. And I and I wrote it somewhere coming up. There's this big scene. That was Diana who just made a nice little visit. Hey, Day. Uh, hey, Day. You're on camera. Oh yeah, we're live here. You just walked right in front. That was perfect. Thank God you, thank God you had clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can take them off if you want. It's yeah. To you, you will be roast here. Yeah, and we don't edit either. So. <laughs> um. Okay. So here we go. This is um. Juice clocks that info. Now we know that he's going to make that call. This has been being talked about for a little while. Um. Okay. Uh, and I don't mean to start off by ripping, but 
No, you have to. The potter backwards smoking a cigarette. It's just so uncalled for. I get it. He's. I don't. I, I get it. Stupid. He's strange. I get it. Like, you know, why not just walk in and he's like, he has on a Groucho Marx mask and he's like doing like with the thing. Like, I get it. He's a, he's a quirky guy. Why do we keep having to press that? That just, it's just nonstop. (laughs) I fell asleep. I fell asleep during the scene. I went, wait, are you joking right now? Are we going Hannibal Lecter? And I love Ray. I love Ray, but the quirky. Yeah. But like that whole thing, he's hanging backwards on like a lumbar thing. And smoking. I get it. Really? I get I it. it. I get it. No. How about this? No. Yeah. Is what I say. No. <laughs> okay. Um, Juice sends the text. Uh, Taryn Gemma. So these two are always at odds. You know, Jax tells her, uh, Jax comes in and he says that Opie's going to see Piney and Gemma is. She's beside herself. Yeah, I mean, this is the first she's hearing about it. Yeah. So that's kind of like. I just wrote down. I, I have a feeling that all hell is about to break loose. And I got to tell you, this is just about the point where I don't remember anything that happened in this episode. Nothing. No, no nothing. Especially the ending. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, wait a no, second. No, nothing. He, she doesn't know. And I'm thinking, who's she calling first? She has to call answer. That's what I was thinking, because he's the only other one that knows. Or is she going to tell Clay? Or So again, I'm now I'm starting to get into it. Now I'm like, okay, here we go. Right? Yeah. Uh, we see Skeeter show up, by the way, it's incredible delivery by Dayton. I'll get to that in one second. But Skeeter has been with us since season one. Season one. You and I. It's when when we uh when Joe we buried, were uh when we were burning those three beautiful Latino yeah. at the factory gals of mine. Yeah. And we yeah, were, gals we, of yours. we were uh yeah, giving them their burial and uh we were all there. And I was doing some poetry and we were all looking. Skeeter was there. I bet you he did a bunch of episodes, Skeeter. I, I, you know what? He's on Twitter too. I love that guy. Bob. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great guy. He was great. I bet she's done between five and 10 episodes. Great in the show. Terrific in the show. Like perfect. But when he's dragging that body and Dayton says that line. Yeah. What was the line again? He's just going to drag him out of here. <laughs> well, well, Dayton, don't don't help her anything. Don't get off no. your skinny ass and pick up a leg. No. What are you what just are you gonna, gonna you drag, drag him, him on the here? <laughs> because he's three hundred pounds. What do you want me to do with him? Here's the facts of that scene. I don't care if Skeeter's a power lifter. He ain't dragging that body. <laughs> no, they needed a, they needed a Jimmy and a Jack and a, no. and a U-Haul. No. To, to crank that thing around the body and pull them all. How do you get into the truck? I don't believe any of it. No. <laughs> there is, if Piney, if William Lucking was dead weight on a floor, I don't care if he's on cardboard. I don't care if they have seven skate, skateboards under him. He's not moving. He was a monster. He was a monster. No, good old, good old William Lucking. Yeah, he's a big man. <laughs> Um, but God, I love Dayton. That line kills me because he's always so frustrated. So beautiful. Quick Jackson juice scene as he's getting off the bike. I thought that was interesting. It was kind of a scene that I thought was going to go somewhere because I didn't remember ever filming it. You know, I, I wrote down the exact same thing. First of didn't all, go anywhere. First of all, when when Jax reminds you, don't carry, don't carry a gun, don't carry. Yeah. And you looked at him like, of course not. What? 
we think I'm going to start now for like, you know, but you were kind of tough with him. Yeah. You were at the old juice. You were the new fucked up juice. Like it was a nice, nice delivery, bro. Yeah, but then I, then and I then it just went, going see to ya, get weed. Do you see want ya, anything? Yeah. It was almost like I'm going to the weed shop. Do you need anything? No. All right. Bye. Easy. <laughs> Which by the way, let me tell you, I appreciate as a fan, but we never do scenes like that. No. We always, there always is a, some, it's always pushing the narrative somewhere. The fact that it was just this, hey, what's up? Nothing. All right. See you later. That's the first time that Jax uh, responded to Juicy Pants after he heard what, you know, you tried to do and and, and Chips is going to take sort of control of you in a way. That's the first scene of between you two. So that was kind of nice to throw in there. Those are the scenes that never make it to the final cut either. And thank goodness it did. It was a no, nice it's really pop. interesting that it did. I, I mean, I got to tell you, that's usually one that you look at a script. You and I have talked about this as you're reading the script at home at night. You go, that's not going to make it in. No, like it's th- like thanks for the effort of putting me in that scene, but I know it's not going to be not going to make cut. it. No. So speaking of um, this Roosevelt Potter Hale scene, all respect to these actors, I completely <clears throat> blacked out during this scene. I don't remember what happened in it, so I just wrote Roosevelt Potter Hale scene. Let Kim talk about it. So I, I wrote. I wrote nothing. I wrote absolutely nothing. <laughs> I think Jeff uh, needed a payday. I think they brought Cobbler back in just to yeah. you know. Oh hey, Mayor. Oh hey, Link. I'm out. Well, first of all, the only thing that I, I, I found a bit weird about, whatever, there's a lot weird about that scene. But the thing that I want to bring up with you is I thought that Rockman's wife was anti charming heights. I thought she was trying to build all those trees out there and the big park. Huh? Same. So she was pro charming heights. No, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that I found it weird. No, I that, thought I thought that's why she. Did oh, you went same same year. Yeah, I thought the same you. thing. Yeah, I thought she was doing that because so, she didn't want so, charming heights. So it's weird that the that the mayor maybe he's got one over on Rockman. Then he's coming in going, "Hmm, we're doing it. I got all the signatures we need. Got all the money. We're doing it." Kind of a kind of a, a wasted scene. I thought I, I didn't know what I, again full blackout. Like I was, it was full 2 30 in the morning, two 30 in the morning last night. I, you know, I immediately started looking at the wall. So, so there's no blackout in the next scene though, son, because no. So this is the lot sky going on. Yeah. But let me tell you the long shot, the big skies from the garage. The beautiful, beautiful. Right. But it starts with the first scene is we meet with the cartel where uh oh really is that yeah, before that one? with the cartel and crew you got all those big skies in the back and what i say to everyone anybody who's a cypress hill fan that's send dog you i told you this once with uh danny trejo so it's danny trejo benito martinez oh here we are yeah i, yeah. I went back i went back to see where uh, is this where clay meets with Romeo? yes yeah, yeah. So I have a and no one's happy at that meeting. No one's happy. No, and that's one of the greatest uh hip hop artists ever in that scene. He made a guest appearance on the show and he, you know, they're talking about taking Tara out. Yeah, Yeah. What I what I was a little confused about again is Clay's doing these things on his own. You've given up on him. Tig is kind of Kig, who was always right next to him, has kind of given up on him. Yeah, well, he's really given up coming up. We'll get to that soon enough. But you gave up on him. Yeah. How is he? I guess he can do what he wants. He's the president, but he's just kind of going and operating on his own. He's going rogue here. He's like going to meet with the cartel alone. He's doing everything on his own, right? There's no backup. There's no nothing. It just goes to show you how the club was coming unglued. 
we're coming unglued. Everyone's just doing their own thing to, to do what we had. A, a, we didn't really talk about it, but Bobby Jackson clay just had a scene a couple of, a couple of beats ago. No, where, it's coming up soon. Is that, is that still coming up? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, anyway, I think every, everyone's on their own now. They're on their own heartbeat. Everyone's just doing their own oh, thing. Oh, wait Jack a is- second. I'm sorry. You're right. Go right? back, guys. Hit rewind. So, Remember, I be- haven't slept. I Let, want to go back just- to that scene. I'm so sorry we jumped that scene. Right after Jackson Juice have that thing. Yeah. I don't know why I hit. This is why I should have written notes like you. Is that okay. fucking incredible scene? Yeah. With and, Charlie, and Charlie goes, Theo, he goes, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. In fact, in fact, people, Bobby and Clay, yeah. two more days and yeah. I'm out. Yeah. You're you're getting out. Bobby's going to become president. Chips is going to be the VP. Yeah. Tig's useless now. He's ripped his patch off. He doesn't want to be the sergeant arms anymore. We'll give that to Happy. That all gets thrown he on our He plans the whole thing. Yeah. And the sky is beautiful. I know I'm focusing on something. Maybe I take too many no, mushrooms. No, but, but see, no, the sky is beautiful. Bro, and it's coming up, and the whole baby scene coming up. We had weather that whole week. We rarely have weather. Let's yeah. talk about that. We're in yeah. L.A. filming this thing. I'm so hot, always dry. I wish we had more rain, all that mother nature. But we had weather that week, and Paris went, you know what? Let's turn the cameras up, shall we, Paul? Paul, let's focus in on the sky. And they did all episode. I'm glad you pointed that out. It was stunning. It was that stunning. Can't. And and again, Stunt. that scene is also stunning because you're getting a glimpse of if Jax really left. Yeah. If Clay put down the gavel, yeah. what the club would look like in an alternate world. And in an alternate world, he has Bobby as president. Yeah. Chibs is VP. Yep. Tig is just a regular patch. I'm just sitting on the table because I, yeah. I, I I'm a biker. Yeah. And and every and Jackson Clay gone, Opie just kind of in and out. You get this alternate, you know, sub universe of like what sons would look like in that vision if this went through, because no one's resisting to it. And remember, this is the first time people around the world are seeing this episode. And you've got all the shit that's been going down and Gemma's getting beat up. It's just all breaking apart. And Clay wants to kill Tara. What? Mm. What? So why not? Yeah. Why not have people believe that's exactly what's going to happen? Anyway, I, that's think, I, I, would, I would love to see a version one episode of if that did happen. Um, so then again, blackout scene, Roosevelt pot of hell. Let's move past yeah. that. Now we go to this cartel scene. I just talked about, we just briefly, cause I jumped over like an idiot. Um, Again, super sketchy. Clay going on his own. Still, Ron must have been miserable. He had to wear those scars on his face for like weeks. <laughs> like it rained. He had Gemma those had scratch, makeup. scratch scars. Gemma had to do her makeup every yeah. day for weeks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was. Once part there's of that something where you get injured, you that thing <sighs> sticks with you. You got to get into work like an hour earlier. <laughs> you, you, you remember when when Opie when Tig tells Opie that it was him who killed Donna and yeah. he just ha- had at it. And I was just beat me up as much as you want. Kill me if you want. I wore those scars for a long, long time. And you immediately regret them after a little while. You're like, Oh man, oh, why boy. did I do this? Okay. So Gemma shows up to Piney's. He tells, uh, Unser tells her he told Opie. Gemma doesn't want Clay dead. Can you just explain why? Why are we on the same wavelength all the time? Can't I just get off your boat once in a while and dock? No, no, you and I, I I wrote the exact same thing. Okay, so this is what I wrote down. 
I can't figure it. When she goes, Opie will kill Clay. So why not? And Wayne, and Wayne goes, my intent. That's my intent, Gemma. Yeah. And then I would think that Gemma would go, you're right. He's got to go. But like, but what, no. what's the benefit of Clay staying alive for her? I, you got you got me. I mean, Jax loves her. It's his mom. If Clay was gone, maybe nothing changes for her. She probably gains more power if Clay's gone. Well, I it's coming back to you know Gemma being not the good guy, but there's always someone worse. Maybe we just need to see Gemma torn. She's torn. Yeah, I just I I mean, you know, might have been a torrid affair with Tig. Like, you know, Clay, if Clay left at this point, I don't see the I don't see the reason why Jem is protecting him because I yeah, don't I, I, I don't I, believe I, she loves him at all. And I said the the writing's a little too obvious in here. Like she goes, You gotta stop Opie from killing Clay. You gotta stop Opie from killing Clay. Yeah. Like what what is what is that? Where does that come in now? Why? Why? I don't know. I, I thought I thought the writing was a little bit all over the map in that scene, especially. Yeah. So Juice coming out of the shop, he gets dragged in. Um, yeah. Those are always interesting. Those scenes, you know, you got to do a lot of face acting. Um, and then uh, Bob. Yeah, you're throwing it. You're you're throwing in a car, bro. You're in the car. Unmarked car. You're in. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. And, and then, again, you're, and you're, and you're, you know, you get, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know who these, this is, you know, the ATF, this isn't Roosevelt. This is someone different. So here he thinks he's doing these guys. Right. These guys are with link. These guys yeah. are with link. They're links boys. Yeah. And then at the same time, Bobby gets confused because he goes into that confession room at prison and he's like, where's Otto. And Theo, did you remember any of this shit? Uh-uh. I didn't either. I didn't remember Bobby got, pulled into a room thinking he's going to meet Otto. And what am I doing here? What what was, I didn't know what that was. I surely didn't remember that he got arrested at the end. No. I mean, but that's a whole, this is a whole nother thing we're going to get to. So he's confused. And then there's a scene coming up right now after this. It's with us and the Irish. And you could always tell because I always, maybe it is because you just said it. You just said it about the weather. It was raining in the scene. And of course, they always try to not do scenes in the rain because your continuity is a mess. It could, it could screw it up. Yeah. Screws it up. It just, you know, you might be filming. And if the scene continues after lunch or two hours later to wrap the scene, the rain might not be there anymore. So, so what you, have to be you very usually do is, yeah, yeah, you usually wait. So if it starts raining, you wait. But when you're on a show like ours that you have to go because you have very short time, uh, very limited time to get these scenes done. If it's raining, you got to shoot it. And, and may I say, that was the only day that we were at that house. I remember that for sure. We had one day, we did all that baby stuff, all that fight stuff, all the wow. walking in and out. We had a full day there. And so so we. I remember we went outside and did all the outside stuff first. Got all that rain out of the way. The exit and the entrance was all outside real quick in the rain. Then we went inside the house for the rest of the day. Yeah. And. And now we're dealing with this baby type stuff, right? Like the same thing to harken back to season three. It's like this baby factory thing. Jax is getting crazy about it. Um, you guys are downstairs. You did that cool thing with the piano, which again, is that when, when something like that is there, is that a choice you make? Cause it's, I did. Yeah. yeah. So you just said, Hey, I'm going to sit here. Oh, until someone's going to tell, yeah, and until someone's going to tell me not to play this piano, I'm going to play the piano. And Paris must have loved it, so he kept it right in, and I just tinkled. 
it just works so well with TIG. So isn't that funny? If that piano is not there, that scene is just you sitting on a chair. Correct. But like, you can make it so much more interesting if you find real life things to do. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you just said something. This is that point where a lot of us like, you know, we're there, but we're kind of not doing much. So it's like, you just got to find these ways to make yourself alive in the scene. If that makes sense. It does. I mean, if yeah. you'll, you'll, uh, there's a couple of uh, things coming up here where you'll see, I found my in between Charlie and Jack's talking. I, 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 I between clay and Jack's talking, I would find the lands. Like you, you just got to always stay. What are you supposed to hear? Yeah. What are you supposed to respond to? And where should I be? What, what, where should I be? That makes sense. I found myself. And then you, and then you, then here you come with your first line, which we know when we're reading these at uh, table reads back in the day, this was either, this is, this is the juice special. This is the, uh, Hey, they need you at the table, come to the door line or <laughs> Hey, uh, so-and-so's on the it's phone. So, it's Galen for you on the phone. Yeah. You got to take this. You got to take it. You got to take it. Call. Yeah. He couldn't my call burner. your phone. He didn't want, he didn't want to call your phone. No. He had to call my phone. Mine. Yeah. He called mine because yeah. I know you have a phone on you, but he called mine. It must be a writer's invention of understanding that when two people are in, in, a, in a heated scene, it's better to have Laurel from Laurel and Hardy come knocking the door and going, you want it on the phone? Rather than your phone ringing and, it's going, and going, hang on a sec. Yeah, who is it? What for? Like, you know, <laughs> it's better for somebody to go, hey, you want it on the phone. Yeah. And then you guys had your big <laughs> fist fight upstairs with all those stunt guys. How was hey, can that? I just talk about that for a Please. second? Yeah. Like I Please. remember, I remember the, I mean, God, we did so many, but this is the way they go down. Okay. So the stunt guy comes in and we go, okay, who's going upstairs first? Charlie's obviously first. Then who, then me, then happy. Then, okay. So where Tommy, where are we all going to, mm. once we figure that shit out, then the stunt guy goes, okay, you're gonna pat, you're gonna match up with him. You're gonna match up with him. So then we do a just a big walkthrough, walkthrough, walkthrough. Then eight of us go outside and have a smoke or a cup of coffee because we're gonna concentrate on one fight. One fight in that corner, boom, boom, bang, bang, done. They're done. Then me and my guy will come mm. on the step, boom, boom, boom. And then they put them all together. They put it all together when they edit the thing. But that's the way those things are done. Did you bite anybody in this one? No. Nobody. No. The biting is biting became a thing. Not in front of the babies. I'm not biting in front of the babies. <laughs> not in no. front of the babies. And they were real Only carnies. There were yeah. real babies there. That was a lot of babies, right? And they were crying. Boy, I hope they got paid a lot of money. Where like, they get all those babies? Where are they getting all yeah. these babies? You know, probably from the Catholic baby farm that this was. I mean, I mean and who's letting, their, who's letting their infants on a set for that long? Well, mom and dad came because they were fans of yours and fans of, you know, Ron Perlman. And <laughs> I want to meet them. Yeah, here's my baby. Use it all here's day long. Here's my baby. You could use my baby. I just want to meet Tig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where that goes down. So silly. Um. <laughs> I mean, Catholic placement. Oh, yeah. Galen says that. It's a Catholic placement of unwanted children. But what? then he says they're selling them to the highest bidder. Yeah. Unwanted children. That was the most beautiful babies I've ever seen in my life. I know. I mean, I did. Yeah, I don't know. I, I again, the whole baby thing. It reminds me of the Irish season. It makes me yeah. weird. Okay, so Otto with Potter. Um, Bobby's obviously waiting somewhere, right? We don't know. We just know that he's at the prison, but he's not in this scene. He signs all the papers. So I totally forgot about this. So he signs the papers. So he basically confesses to everything he did wrong. 
right? I don't know how this turns out, by the way. So no one ruined it for me. Um, so he basically just snitched on the club. Yeah, he did. Okay. So he basically until, tells until we find out something different. If we do, he did. He snitched. He's okay. a rat. No doubt. I, in my mind, because I don't know what happens later. Well, we got to stop saying this word rat. I told you about this. The rats did nothing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that little rodent did nothing like wrong. This rodent did nothing wrong to deserve this moniker he's been strapped with. Even, even Rat wrong. Boy, even Rat Boy, who never shows rat up in any episodes. I don't know why we talk about him. Get Rat, get Rat, get, oh, well, where yeah. is he? How come he's not in the show? Yeah, he's never in the show. Rats are relentless. Rats are relentless <laughs> in a good way. They're survivors. And if anything, we should be praising them, not diminishing them. Um, so, okay. So he meets with them. He signs all the papers. Now we go to this Jack's Wendy scene. By the way, Wendy is getting powerful like a superhero. She doesn't give a fuck. And you say. not only not only powerful, but she wears her power with such ease. Yeah, such ease. She's beautiful. She's she's planted firmly on her feet now with mm-hmm. all the drugs and the craziness of her life. She's really got it going on. And in it's fact, funny. They're you, all all the rest are spinning out of control. She's just sitting there being like. Did stoic. you notice? Yeah, like, I mean, again, we get so many and happily uh, tweets and Instagram, and it's too hard to keep up and all that. Mm-hmm. And we're so lucky, and I love it all. But yeah. I could not believe the love for Wendy this past week of people talking about her coming through the the, the storm to the sun now or, or something, right? Well, let's let's think about it, right? Maybe maybe just like we made the mistake of Roosevelt and certain others, especially Tara. Right, good point. What has Wendy done wrong she was a, she had addiction problems i know everybody go well, what about a baby and she did it yeah but she had addiction problems and if anybody knows anything about addiction it's a lot of it's not by her own doing she she became addicted to stuff yeah what has wendy ever done maliciously to anyone zero right so it was to herself she she hurt herself, to herself. So you can never paint Wendy as a bad person. You know, she's not a gangster. She's never hurt anyone. She's never done whatever. So I don't think that I don't, maybe in the beginning when everybody was on this obsessed with Gemma stuff, what would Gemma do? You know, she was yeah. like the queen bee. Maybe that was anybody that opposed Gemma people hated, but you really yeah. can't hate Wendy. She's done yeah, nothing. I agree. Especially in the later seasons. So, so she goes like this, Theo. she goes, um, I, I ain't going anywhere. And then Jack says, it's okay, because I am. Because I am. What a great end line to that scene. It's okay. Yeah, I, he's going. And you're really starting to out. believe he's going. You, I mean, at this point, I'm going, even in my mind, because I don't know what happens. I'm like, he's leaving. He is leaving. Absolutely. He's leaving. The club's going to Absolutely. Be we're going to lose. Charlie has to go do a movie. I'm thinking he's going to leave for a couple episodes. That's what, I'm just thinking he's gone for a little while. But again, that doesn't happen. But I, I know that because he never left the show. So <laughs> and you were in all the shows. So and I was in that. all of them. So I yeah. would know. So Clay is back at the hospital. Oh, the best no. line, by the way. Grab a snack. He looks famished. Yeah, is, he sends Tiny away. We used to call him Tiny. Tiny. When he says grab hey, a tiny. snack, you look famished. Grab a snack, you look famished. And he Great. agrees with him. He goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I need a he soda. He doesn't even realize yeah. he's saying like something. Yeah. Yeah, it's a backhanded compliment. Not Tiny. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm starved. So Gemma's calling Opie. Old burners <laughs> are still in play. What year is this? 
2012. Why do we not have iPhones? 11, 2011. Well, we always had burners because you can't trace them. We didn't have smartphones because you can trace smartphones. You know that burners, no, you can't I trace. Know. I know you. I know that for. I know that. I know the disposables you can't. But are you saying that we didn't have any in our private life? I think Juice had an iPhone. I doubt it. I doubt that we were. I, I doubt that we were allowed to. I think he had a cracked iPhone at home. Maybe. Maybe he had a BlackBerry. Yeah, maybe he had a CrackBerry. Um, but I, I just, everybody, everybody's got these phones. It's really interesting. Everybody. Everybody. That's all we had. Yeah. All right. So in Clay's conversation with Tara, there are so many threats and undertones in that conversation. Um, he's <sighs> really on his, that's Ron on his slow moving, let's throw the threats out kind of thing. Right? I found it. Really interesting how, boy, we got to get Pearl on. Not to really even talk about any of this shit, but just to get him on because he's such a beauty. Mm-hmm. Episode, we think he's in five, episode one, right? Yeah, that's, that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah. I have a beautiful scene with him in that first episode before I go off to do my thing. Oh, cool. But anyway, uh, yeah, Clay, Ron Perlman. Ooh, got to give him props, man. He's become the bad guy. Oh, he's become the bad, 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 bad guy. And, and yeah. it's, it's not, it, as, a, as an actor, when you're doing, Theo and I have brought this up before, when you're doing a movie, you know, because you've read the movie from the beginning to the end, and now you're going to go along this ride. You've talked to the director, the customer, and here we go. And we know what happens on page one, what happens on page 110. When you're doing Sons of Anarchy, and you're number two in the call sheet, and your name is Clay Morrow, and you don't know really where your character is going to go. And you you are in now in this spot, this angry, you're, you're a prick. You're yeah. fucking it up. You're, you're trying to kill Tara. Guess what? Inside. Huh? Kill Piney. Oh, and you kill Piney. No. Oh, no, you're, you're, you're in a, you're poor, not poor Ron, because he loved every minute of it. But honestly. Fucking hard to pull off. I don't know if he loved every minute of it. I mean, it's hard. Again, it's hard because you don't listen. Me and you and I, I should say, love playing the bad guy more than anything. But the reason we love playing the bad guy in movies is because there's an ending. Yeah. And they're they're the best written part of the whole thing anyway. But you also know that it's usually not going to end too fantastic. And it doesn't mean that it's going to end too fantastic for everyone, but it does usually mean that you're going to go out bloody. And as your mom's in a bag or both. Yeah. As your mom says, do you survive yeah. in this yeah. one? Wait, when do you die in this one? <laughs> right. Are you all the way through? <laughs> what? Do you, how many people do you kill? <laughs> sure. And you and I, you and I tend to die a lot and stuff we do, but it's like I think that in a TV show it's different because you're sitting here and you're looking at it as this is I can't be this bad. It's early, it's season four, right? Yeah. Back then. Everybody knew that good TV shows like The Sopranos and The Wire and all these, The Shield would go seven seasons. Seven years. Seven years. So if you're good. in the middle of season four, you just killed a beloved character. You're threatening the main character's wife. You're doing all these. He was not in things. a good mood. Ronnie was not in a good mood. This was right, hard. You, could, and, 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 and for good reason, he's sitting there going, how do I last to season seven? Like this. And and the only reason I can say that is because I was in the same position. I was sitting there while it was amazing, while it was cool to do the stuff with Roosevelt and Potter, while it was cool to have the stuff with Miles, while it was cool to do all that. 
I was sitting there going, there's no way I make it to season seven. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a lot of reasons why you think like that for, I mean, financially, your friends, this is your family. Now, what am I going to do? Am I just, are these guys going to go film without me? Are they going to go to like upfronts without me? Are they, are they, it, is Dayton going to have barbecues and I'm going to be on another show and think, I know, like, I know. This, you start to think like my whole existence <clears throat> is going to leave. And, you know, Piney, while we love William and Bill Luckings, one of the greatest people in the world, he wasn't coming out with us all the time. He wasn't going, you know, to no. bars and going to the restaurants and doing whatever sometimes, but not all the time. Right. Not most of the time. And I think that, for Ronnie, and I know for me, it was one of those things where it was like, how long can I actually play this out before they kill me? And once they kill me, you and I know this, you're gone. Yeah, You're gone. You, you, there's something that goes on on a set and something that goes on every day when you're in that grind that if you're not there, you missed it. Yeah. So I think that that's where a lot, and Kenny touched on that in the last episode that we did of Reapers, where he was just like, I was more mad about leaving you guys. You know, he didn't want to leave us. So again, that's where I think Ronnie's probably head was at. I can't wait to talk to him about that, but me too. All right. So Gemma tells him about Opie. Um, She does tell him she loves him, which is totally takes him back. And I I, think, I think she tells him that because she thinks he's going to die. It's no, it's, it's the kiss of death. Yeah. I really think she's given him the kiss of death. I think she really thinks he's not going to survive this OP revenge act, whatever that is. And however that's going to play out. She certainly wanted the audience to buy that. I love you, Clay. And she's kissing him on the lips. Like, it's just weird. It was weird, bro. And at that moment, I'm like, in that moment, I'm thinking, and if I was an audience member who didn't understand that Ron sticks around, I'm thinking he's dead at the end of this episode. Yeah, and I have to bring up just one other thing too because remember when 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 Gemma is in the hospital and she finds out that Clay is visiting Tara. Yeah, she takes off running, and I, I wrote I wrote down like twelve minutes later we see her. And I'm going, what are we in Caesar Cyanide all of a sudden in L.A.? Are we in the biggest hospital in the history of mankind? It's one floor. It was like, like she, Disney she, World. She ran huh? from one side of Disney World to the other. Yeah. Yeah, she. I, I I said to myself, wait. So wait, she's starting to run. Yeah. So she's gonna come in in ten seconds. But about fourteen minutes later, she comes bursting in. I thought that was pretty funny. No, right. I know. I, it's like one of those marathons where they grab the water or the Gatorade on the run. Like I think somebody was holding out the water for her. And, to she was running forever. And, <laughs> and do people realize, you guys? Do you realize that this show? There's no music. No. There's no background music. There are shows on television right now and have been for decades. Every minute they have music. Every second there's a yeah. there's a background. We're going to feel this way. You're going to feel yeah. that. There's no music. Let me dictate your emotion. Even if it's not, by the way, even if it's instrumental, watch, go go watch your next show and watch how they try to play with your emotions with it's the music. It's just acting. That's yeah, all this acting. show is, is acting and words. It's, it's fucking unbelievable. That's why I think people love it so much. Um, okay. So Jax tells them uh, he spoke to Wendy and that they're leaving ASAP. How come Jax wears a ball cap all the time? I think it's his hair. I mean, he's got a ball cap in, I mean, every fucking scene. Yeah. So I think that he was in that middle phase with his hair. And I think that he, he knew he had to grow it. 
he was like, you know, again, I think money came down from corporate. They were like, grow your hair back immediately. And I think that he was in the middle. Okay. Ball cap. All right. Perfect. Yeah. There we go. That's my thought. Okay. So here it is. Clay gets to the clubhouse. Uh, tell me about this three-person massage. Well, what, well what, I, what I wrote down was Tig is getting the weirdest, worst massage a man can get from a foursome. Not even a threesome. It's a foursome. Like what? There were four what, girls there? Three girls and me. That's four oh, people. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Foursome. And, and I've never had one, but I know it's called a foursome. But I got to tell you, Theo, well, what, what, what was that about? Who cared? Well, I've, I've had I've had a two person massage, meaning like two massage well, therapists. So have I. It's amazing. But the clothes are off and you're on a table. You're yeah. like, I had my cut on. Yeah. I had my shirt on. Well, get naked. What are you, what are you doing? Well, who, who came well, up with it that? It kind of looked weird when you first came in, when this camera first came in, <clears throat> I didn't think it was massage. I thought there was something else going down. Yeah. Cause you had two, good po- two, good point. Two, two people in front of you, one behind you. Yeah. So I thought there was like other yeah. nefarious other, other things happening. Going. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, everybody's got the clothes on. I didn't know if like you were going to stand up and your pants would be around your ankles. And again, with TIG, anything's possible. I did not think it was massage. I thought there was more to it because unless they were massaging your navel area or your, I didn't know what was happening. It was just a really So can you tell me why, who chose that and why you weren't laying down? Can't remember. You don't know. Gone. So at that point, TIG decides, I don't care if you die. Well, it's it's just so great that Tig's going because in his mind, he's been there for him forever. And then I got totally pushed away, pushed to the side, could care less. And now he needs me. Well, guess what? Rats in the garage. Yeah. Oh, wait, Cozing Miles, they're dead. Um, Tiny's at the hospital. Knock yourself out. I'm not yeah, going to. You anywhere. still had a look at the end where you felt bad. Uh, did I? Yeah. All right. You had a look at the end where I think you were questioning your own words. All right. I can tell you what you were doing, but from an audience perspective, good for me. For from an audience perspective, they cut back to you after he walks away. I didn't pick that up. Good for you. Yeah, your look was kind of like, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure I I did. And again, I was like, no, he still loves him. He still wants to be with him. They're still like best friends. Something going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Otto tells Bobby to read something, the list of things he's done for the club, and then Bobby gets arrested, that whole scene. Um, obviously, he wasn't going to read everything on that paper. There was like 400 things there. So I kept waiting to see how many things they were going to actually read. <laughs> he like read one, and then he's like, why am I reading this? He's like, keep reading. He read I thought, two. oh, my God, does he read for 25 more minutes? Like, yeah, what? then he read two more, and he's like, I don't know why I'm reading this. And I was like, oh, all right. Thank God. Stop, stop reading. reading. Stop reading this. But, you know, I see, again, this is the redundancy of time and, and, and film. He said, read them all. And then he kind of lets him not read them all. So I, who knows? You know, whatever. But then he great, gets arrested. Great, great, great pickup. Stupid. Stupid. Um, so then he gets, he gets arrested. Bobby does that thing and holding back Boone is like holding back a rhinoceros. You can't hold them yeah, back. So those two you, cops. You can't. Him, and, him and Piney and, and Kenny, they're the three logs there. Just cannot be moved. Yeah, those I, two extras but, were miserable. But you know what I found weird? Maybe I'm completely wrong. I, I've never been completely wrong before mm-hmm. in my entire life, but maybe this is the first time. I wanted 
I wanted Bobby to do even more. Oh yeah. I I, again. I wanted I wanted Bobby to don't take him out so quick. Let him go nuts on auto a little bit here. Like let him we they shuffled him right out real quick and then he's screaming in the background. I I wanted more between those two somehow. I don't know. Yeah, and you know the scene wasn't getting rushed because Kurt was in it. Kurt was in it. Took a long time for makeup and his yeah, show. Also, like they're not going to rush the scene. No, because he's in it. So yeah, do you agree know. with that or not? Really, did that bother you or not really? Um, I'm not too invested in that storyline. Okay. So because I'm not invested in that storyline, I don't really care. Okay. I don't. I'm. I'm. There's something about maybe because I'm confused because I didn't know, I don't know how it's going to end or whatever, but I'm just not heavily invested in the Luann auto storyline at this present moment. Right. I'm way more. And I think it's pretty much over now. I think yeah. this is pretty much it now. I'm way more invested in the clay piney storyline right now of like what happens to clay. So well, speaking, speaking of, of piney, yeah. here we are. Yeah. Skeeter. Go ahead, son. We've been there. That's a real place. Yeah. We've been there for four seasons. It's a, they really do. It's a real crematorium. It's a real it crematorium. really happens. We're very, very blessed to be there. And, and they, 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 they treat us beautifully. And as we did them. What's Skeeter's and, job title again? Uh, what do they call those guys? A cremator? I, no, know. there's something. There's a term. They who dress up dead people. Well, they're funeral directors. And no. There's a term. Sure. I'm okay. sure there is. Sure. Somebody will write it. But there is a term because I know because my sister yeah. the data guy that did it. Um, I can't remember, but they're the ones who prepare the bodies. I yeah. just recently did something to my will. I'm not going to be buried in a coffin or anything like that. I'm not doing that. No, I'll be cremated. That's what. I'm not being cremated either. Oh, good for you. You sent okay. out to sea? No, I'm getting, you from a boat? In, I'm getting buried in a mushroom suit. So I go back to the earth. Oh, good. Yeah, so I become one from the earth. Good. Yeah, it's a new thing. Excellent. Yeah. You're going to last a lot longer than me, son, so I hope you look good when you go. Yeah, no, so I'll disintegrate into the earth. There's no chemicals. There's no nothing. When you Even when you do the, the ashes, it kind of does all this stuff where it lets off all this toxins, apparently, and all this. So I'm going to then let the been reading up on it. Yeah, the earth's going to eat off me, and they're wow. going to bury a tree in the same place I'm, I'm buried, and it's all going to happen at once. And I'm going to go back to what I came from. Dust Love it. Dust. Love it. Yeah. I'll send, you Love it all. I'll send you the info on the mushroom suit if you want to do it. Do that. Yeah, it's cool. All right. You know, you might Good as well be come, come back to the earth. Why so, not? Piney, Bernie, and Skeeters, this is the one thing I want to say is, of course, we can't go an episode without someone saying Jesus Christ. Um, so Jack says it, right? Where he yeah. says him and he goes, Jesus Christ, right? Okay. They watch it burn. Always a great shot, by the way. Whenever there's fire in the scene, yeah. it just makes the camera jump and looks amazing. Um, here's my problem. When we get out of there. And, and again, I'd love to talk to him about it. I don't know if I would have put the helmet on if I was Opie when I turned around with the gun, because now you're committed to doing the entire scene with your helmet on. And it's a really powerful scene. And all I'm thinking about is that helmet. 
Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Um, I think he wanted to show to get the hell out of there real quick. There was a quick takeoff. It was impossible to get off that quick that he did anyway. When he shoots the tire, all of a sudden he's on a bike and gone. There's no key turn. There was no snapping. Yeah, Jax doesn't tackle him. There's no, no, nothing. You're out. He just. So I think they wanted. I think probably probably Paris said, "Let's put that helmet on. Be ready to go." Uh, that gun up. I would have said no. I would have said yeah. I'm driving off without it. Yeah. I mean, they're not wearing sunglasses. Uh, did Opie not have sunglasses on? Neither of them. Mm. Can't ride without glasses. And I think Charlie turned his ball cap backwards. He had no helmet on, so it doesn't matter. He had no helmet on. So if I was Opie, I would have said, I'm doing this is a very important scene. I'm going to do it with no helmet. And then I'm going to get on my bike because my father's dead and I'm going to go kill Clay. And I don't give a shit about my helmet. No, it's very true. And I, I think we, we need to hark back to you saying we have a little bit more money now in this season yeah. where they start off in the Hearst and the Hearst gets in a beautiful car accident. Yeah, beautiful car then, accident. Then By Charlie's the way, totally uncalled for. No totally uncalled for. for. Yeah. And then a, a two, two or three bikers just happen to be coming along at the right time. You, hey, buddy, yeah. boom, you're take off. his bike. You're, yep. you're gone. Yep. Just perfect, perfect timing. So Opie's on the way, Jack's in the hearse, then he's on Ducati. Juice is in prison. We're doing, we're in our montage point. Juice and yep. And the song has started. Yeah. The ending song has started. And I want you to seriously, Samley, we've gone through an entire 54 minutes of not one song, not one back. Boom. Here comes yeah. the song. All these beautiful montages that you're in, Bobby's in, everyone's kind of in. Yeah. Nobody's got glasses on while they're riding. I'm going to point it out again. Um, Tara's at home. Gemma's puffing on an L. She's just, she's smoking weed. A um, blunt, yeah. Yeah. Clay's at the table waiting. He's got a cigar. Boom. Oh, and you know what? And you know what I saw in there for the first time, really? I, I don't know, but I first nine. First nine on Clay's cut. Oh, yeah. They went of course, off it's, it's, been, it's been there forever. Yeah. I really noticed it with the silence yeah. and the gar. Yeah. What's going to happen? I saw first nine. And pretty cool, right? Because I really cool. Play and, and uh, I mean, um, Piney and Clay. really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. Okay. Let me, I, let me just state by saying I knew nothing that was happening right now. I don't Forgot remember anything. So I'm on the edge of my seat. Forgot it completely. The door kicks in. Yeah. What episode is this? 11? 12. 12. Holy shit. Okay. We got one more to go. Oh, wow. Okay. So he kicks in the fucking door. Yeah, he did. You're going to die by the gavel. Now, you always know once someone starts talking and not firing, it's probably not going to happen. So I was like, fuck. (laughs) That's a good point. So true. If he would have come in firing, that's that's the end of class. He would have came in and just said, shut the fuck up. He's dead. But the second you start talking, you leave that window open. Now, he has to know Jax is coming after him. He has to know maybe Unser's coming after him. He has to know that Tig might be there. He has to know that someone else might be in the clubhouse. So if you're going to really do this, you got to do it. But again, it's TV. So he says you're going to die by the gavel. Great line. Unnecessary. Puts him down. And, Puts uh, him down. He screams sit down about 10 times. Yeah. I have a feeling Perlman didn't want to sit down. So he just kept telling him to sit down until he finally did. I'll bet you. And then? Yeah. And then? Sits down. Charlie comes bursting in. Crazy. Boom, boom. 
Crazy. Shot him. Crazy. Shot him. Like who shot JR? Crazy. And then the Reaper comes up. Fucking and I crazy. go, this is not the Reaper I've ever seen. That can't be the end of the show. Yeah. There's, and then I realized, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're going to cut back to that. You, you watch. We're going to cut right back to that end of that scene to the start of the next show. How smart am I? Huh? Are we? Huh? Are we? Huh? All right. Well, I, I don't know because I got to tell you, I, I, I'm, I'm making a funny. I have okay. no idea, but oh, I can't I, imagine I it's not. Okay. And, and here's the other thing, because you and I should know this, and I know I'm an idiot, so I fully admit oh, it. I'm, I'm a bigger idiot than you, so I don't know what that says. Go is Clay ahead. in the hospital? Is what? Clay's in the hospital? He's not in the hospital. He's just got shot in the, in the clubhouse. I mean, what does he go to the hospital? Is that yeah. what you mean? Yeah. Look, all I know is this, Theo, and I don't want to tell anybody right now, but we've done seven seasons of the show. Clay lasts through six of them. This is the end of oh, four. So he's got I thought he lasts through five. It's so six. six. Yeah, six. So he's got somewhere to go. Does God. Tommy come in and be the nurse? Don't know. Does he go to the hospital? Not sure. But I have an idea. I remember. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Hey, if you're uh, if you're watching this, I want to say a couple of things. Um, number one, good thanks. job, son. It's a good yeah. job. Number two, uh, hit that subscribe button on the bottom of this, right? If you're looking at Kim Coates or I's lovely mustaches, well, he doesn't have one, but you have one at, for me. I got one for him. I got a Coates stash. Um, hit, <laughs> hit the uh, subscribe button. Hit the like. Do all that. It kind of helps. Review the whole, do the whole the thing. Whole, review it. Do whatever you got to do. And then I'm um, also. Uh, with the announcement of this episode that you're watching right now, we just dropped our newest Reaper review uh, gear. Did we? It's on, yeah, it's online right now. Um, Can't wait. We know that it's limited edition. They've never lasted more than six days. So this one is our, let's call it our summer line. Yeah. Um, there's uh, two tank tops, two t-shirts available Beautiful. right now. Beautiful. Yeah. If you click underneath to the standard print link, you will see them. Uh, the great Caesar Arvello is our designer, and uh, we're pretty excited about this one, especially for the Fourth of July that they came out. They're kind of cool. Summertime. Are, yeah, there are version of the Reaper stuff, so I don't want to spoil it. But go click on that and check them out. And then um, that's it. Head over to the Patreon page. We got all our other stuff. Uh, this audio for these Reaper reviews will be available everywhere forever um, until season seven. And uh, starting season five, uh, our YouTube change is going to have a pretty cool uh, YouTube channel is going to have a pretty cool change. Can't wait for you all to see it. And uh, that's it. Uh, season finale next week. Holy fuck. Season it's crazy. And the whole Patreon thing, which is so uh, fun for me yeah. because I get to do some little videos on there and I get to talk about shit that I want to talk about. And I don't have to even talk to you. It's just solo. And We're Justin. about to do one now. Oh yeah, and then we're gonna thank a bunch of people on that Reaper Crew level, like personal. Send out our thank yous. Come on, and I mean, come on, and 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 I I heard it was it's Tommy's birthday today. Tommy Flanagan, boy, I think so. That's what I heard on on Twitter. So we're taping this for the Wednesday Wacky Wednesdays, and and then Tuesday for the Patreon peeps. So uh, Tommy's birthday will be a long gone when you see this, but happy birthday, Tommy. Happy birthday. And he's one of the few people, the few humans on this earth who goes by dog years. So he's actually like 107. Correct. He's actually like 50. Correct. Yeah. Tommy. <laughs> right. I love you, Rossi. Love you, brother. See Have you a beautiful man. day. See you All man. Right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. 
Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T H E O, small R Y, capital P O D. If we're talking Reaper reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available, and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say. This life goes by in a blink, so stay up, stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference, all right? All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the Theory Team, the team, okay? Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.